200 Women, The Listening Ground, brought to you by Westpac as part of the 200 anniversary celebrations. I'm Felicity Duffy, Head of Women's Markets for Westpac. Episode 2, What Matters. The 200 Women Project asks women what matters to them. Truth, dignity, the planet and self-belief are just some of the topics that women spoke to. What really matters to me is that I be authentic to myself in every moment that I live. Um, Because I think as people and especially as women, we're all living by certain set standards. We're living to fulfill um, certain role obligations. We're always putting others before us. I think I realized, you know, especially after I became an actor, that the most important thing for me is to be true to myself, which is to be authentic. So whatever the pressures, and I think this is what I, if I, if I can go a step further and say, I'd, I'd like every woman to, I'd like to see every woman doing, you know, to be, to be authentic, to be feeling and doing and saying whatever you feel like without absolutely with absolutely no pressure no fear of judgment um, you know no fear of consequences I think to be authentic is what matters to be more what what matters to me the most it's really important to be to be full of yourself it's there's nothing wrong about that full of yourself not in a bad way not in an arrogant way but just to embrace who you are. I just, to me, there's nothing better when a person is exactly who they are. So authenticity, really simple. I'm honest. I'm as real as I can be. Then I'm as, I hate this word, it's become such a cliche, but I can't think of another one. I'm as authentic as I can be, like I'm being genuinely myself. So that means I have to accept um, my weaknesses and my foibles. And actually, I really have come to, like those bits best. <laughs> People spend a lot of time talking about um, British values or European values or American values. In the end, I'm most interested in, in universal values and, and, and that's really where my belief in, in human rights comes from. The idea that uh, we're all entitled to be treated with equal dignity and worth. Uh, Not because of our passport, not because we're a good or bad person, a man or a woman or a person of any particular race or sexuality, but just because we're human. That's that's really where my beliefs sort of begin and end and everything else is the the content that, you know, that, that puts the meat on those bones. To me, it matters a lot that the art of storytelling transcends boundaries all kinds of boundaries and reminds us of who we are as human beings, what we share together. For politics and politicians, there's always a distinction between us versus them. For a writer, there's no us and there's no them. There's only human beings, equal and one everywhere. I'm really trying to make clear that inequity is inhumane. You know, if this world is going to survive, 
we all have to recognize that. You know, we have to not see strangers. We can't, there can't be a they. It has, it, it has to be us. We're coming to a time where it's becoming more and more important, especially for women, to um, create definitive intolerances towards that which is not their truth. And, and it can spread, you know, it is contagious. The more courageous the individuals are, the more that courage spreads and it amasses and it becomes, um, and, and the, the ripple effect is potentially um, what will save us. For the last 10 years, I've wanted to change the way people with disabilities and facial differences are seen in the media. So doing this interview is a really good thing because it gives someone another face, a different face that they may not see. So I really think it's important that, um, you know, brands like Target and Kmart in Australia have been um, including people with disabilities in their catalogues, which is fantastic. We've got more variety um, of, you know, more, sorry, more diversity of race and um, culture on mainstream TV now, which is great. Not so much around disability. Um, a friend of mine just got cast on Neighbours, which is great. She is an actually disabled person playing an actually disabled character, which is fantastic. But I, I really want there to be more representation because when people like me see other people like me in the media and on TV, it really matters and it shows that we're valued and it shows that we're seen. When I was growing up, there's there's a story that not many people know about, which is outside of Perth, which is a guy named Jack Van Tongren came back from the Vietnam War and started the Australian Nationalist Movement. So at around about the age of eight, um, Perth and the suburb I grew up in was surrounded with uh, no Asian signs, sort of on on the on public walls, on the back of street signs, sort of everywhere. Um, and it got to the point where they firebombed Chinese restaurants for no real reason, really, um, other than just racism. Um, and I think it sort of has led me that alongside with um, media represent the lack of media rep representation um, to sort of go, this is really important and has, yeah, has led me to the, the type of work that I do today. I've been working with plastic bags for about 27 years. I cut them up, I sew them back together, I make two-dimensional and three-dimensional pieces, sculptural pieces, installations, um, and large-scale murals that I've, I've done a couple projects like that with kids. Um, and from working with the material, it's how I discovered that some plastics fissure and break apart, which was really concerning to me. And then I've also spent a lot of time in the ocean. I love swimming and surfing and snorkeling and diving. And uh, I kept seeing more and more plastic in the ocean. And although I would grab it when I was coming out of the water, tie it to my bikini, bring it out, look for a garbage can, um, at some point I just started seeing more than I was able to pick up. The most important thing right now uh, for us as a species, not for trees, but for us, uh, is that we must avoid killing the oceans. Because if we kill the oceans, our oxygen supply will plummet. Uh, the blue-green algae and marine algaes make uh, approx 60 percent 
of the oxygen that we breathe. So were the oceans to die, the oxygen supply would get a lot skimpier, number of people would die, and the rest would get very stupid. That would be a terrible idea because we do have advanced technology. <laughs> so how would these people who are unable to breathe enough oxygen so that their brains would be functioning about the level of somebody on the top of Mount Everest without an oxygen tank, how well would we get on at that point? So if I could make wave my magic wand, I would say, let the oceans be deacidified, let all the plastic be taken out of them and let them not become warm. But human beings have been imagining hell for a great many centuries. And they've done a pretty good job of imagining it and they've done a pretty good job of creating it. What we have difficulty with is creating heaven. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope it inspires your thinking today and maybe even your actions tomorrow. Westpac is very proud to have supported 200 Women, the listening ground. For the past 200 years, Westpac has continued to stand side by side with the women of this country. We believe wonderful things can happen when we come together, listen and learn from each other. We created Ruby Connection, our online networking platform for this very reason, and we invite you to join us at rubyconnection.com.au.